0: Older. girl sorry. stop talking all the shit that people are thinking but not saying i'm not even like drunk i've just been like drinking does my podcast offend you men if you're listening i apologize in advance women hey bitches are you ready are you still talking girl stop talking oh my god okay you know like what it feels like to have laundry in the dryer and thinking about needing to fold it (laughs) that's literally how I feel trying to record right now this sucks I don't like feeling like this I literally am on my last glass of a whole bottle of champagne and trying to get into wanting to record but fuck, man, it's been so fucking hard this week. I apologize that there was no release of the episode last week. I know I committed to doing bi-weekly episodes. Um, I had a little issue with the guests that I was trying to bring on, but we regrouped. We're going to get that going in a couple weeks from now. So I'm here in my boyfriend's studio recording this episode today. And hold on. Let me, let me just take like a little sip of my Okay, I'm bringing you the very first segment that I have established on this podcast, and that segment is a TSA, not a PSA, because this is not a public service announcement. This is a Tatum service announcement, and it relates so well with what I want to talk to you guys today about, which is why do men think That it's okay to continue to pursue a woman after they say they're not interested in them. Right? I girls, I know that you understand this, but I don't even know if any men listen to this at, at this point anymore. But if they do, if you ask a woman if she's interested, or you're asking her for your number or for her number or like if you can go out with her and she's like, no, I'm not interested. Please just take it as that. When a woman's that's us as women saying, no, no, we're not interested. Why is it that they will continue to try and pursue you until you're like, I have a boyfriend. So you're telling me that I'm not interested isn't enough. It's just so amazing to me how I Have a Boyfriend is the strongest card to get guys to stop harassing you because they respect a man that they don't even know before they respect the woman that's in front of them telling them that they're not interested in them. It's fucking ridiculous. I remember when I was single, I would literally use the I don't have a boyfriend card to get guys to stop talking to me. And now that like I'm in a relationship, And like, guys hit on me, and I'm like, okay, I could easily use that, right? Because it's true. But I'm like, thinking about it, why should like another man being involved in my life be the reason why? I say that I'm not interested in a random stranger that knows nothing about me. It shouldn't have to be that way because this man holds nothing over my life. He doesn't own me. I don't need to be like, I have a boyfriend. No. If I'm not, if you come up to me and I'm not interested in you, I'm not interested should be the, a no enough to be like, okay, I should stop trying. But for whatever reason, they're like, oh, come on. Like, we could just do this. We could go out. I remember. There was one time I was at the park with my son, and this guy pulls up and to like use the bathroom at a park. It's a small town vibes. So I was like up in Sedona, and he pulls up on his dirt bike to use the public bathroom at the park. He comes out and he's like, "Oh hey, like you guys having a nice day?" And like me just being the nice person that I am, I'm like, "Oh yeah, we are." Like thank you. And he's like, "Yeah, well, like if you're interested, like I'd love to like take you out to lunch sometime." I'm like, no, sorry, I'm not, I'm not interested. And then he follows up with, well, you could like bring your son and I'd like pay for lunch for both of you if you'd like. Like I'm like sitting there like in front of my child, like, no, thank you. Like, that's really nice, but I'm not interested. And he continues to follow up and be like, Oh, like, it's fine. Like, you don't have to worry about it. Like I'll pay whatever. And so then my third, my third no was like, I have a boyfriend automatically. He's like, Oh my bad, my bad respect. I apologize. Like I respect that. And then he ends up like walking away and it's like, okay, so you can respect the, the, invisible man that's like not around that I say that is in my life more than you respect my no, that's disgusting to me. Ladies, I know that like you feel the same way about this stuff. It's like, should, if someone asks you like, like you say like, oh, can I get your number? And you're like, no. Oh, like, can I get your Instagram? No. Oh, like you got a boyfriend? And then it's like, why does it matter if I have a boyfriend or not? I just told you no twice. Can you not take no as an answer? I don't understand. I don't fucking understand it. So I'm gonna share a story with you. There was like one time I was in Vegas with my friends. This was like prime pandemic. So we ended up finding this club that was open in Fremont Street and we went to the club. It was an upstairs club and it was a really small club. It was super fucking hot and we went in like January. So it was like really cool outside. Um, we were drinking and I went outside to cool off. When I was out there, I saw a guy below. Cause I was on the second story and he asked if I was okay. And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. And he continued to be like, well, Hey, what's wrong? And I told him, I was like, Oh, nothing. Like I'm just out here cooling off. And he said, Oh, do you want me to come up? And I said, no, <laughs> like, I'm just out here trying to cool off. Like I don't need you to come up like I'm not in- interested in with you. He literally got so fucking pissed. He called me a hoe and walked off. <laughs> at this point, I'm just like so flabbergasted like okay, so you're that so your ego is fueling this so hard that like you couldn't even handle me re- like any rejection at all. I just laughed it off and I was like whatever it's not a big deal. As I was cooling off about two minutes after another man came up to me and he was like, Hey girl, you, I want to know what your night looks like. And I was like, Oh, like, no, sorry. I'm not interested. And he followed up with, do you want me to come up? And I replied, no, I'm not interested. And he literally got so Fucking upset when I told him he wasn't interested. He was like, Oh, you fucking bitch, and went and fucking spit at me. Okay, let me remind you, he was on the ground floor on the sidewalk, and I was standing on the balcony. So, like, obviously, like, it didn't get to the point where like the spit landed on me, but he seriously was, his ego was so fucking bruised that I said no, that he called me a whore and then spit a fucking loogie at me. Like what? Like, I'm just like, it's fucking insane to me. This is what it's like being a woman and just saying no. So Guys, if you're fucking listening and you're not taking this woman seriously for her, like, no, she doesn't wanna continue, or no, she doesn't wanna have sex with you, or no, she doesn't want her number, like your number, sorry. You need to really listen to that and take that into consideration because this is what we deal with on the fucking daily, we deal with men who don't respect our decisions. They don't respect our answers, nor our body. And they continue to push until they think it's okay. And they push past that boundary where it's like, oh, well, like, you know, she was into it. She was all over me. And they're just making excuses as to why it was okay to move further. It's not, it's not fucking okay. And this stuff doesn't just happen like while I'm alone. It's literally, or obviously, like I just told a story where when I was with my son, another thing that happened when I was with my son, we were walking into a sushi restaurant and there were these two guys out front. And one guy was staring me up and down and blatantly said, damn, as I walked past, as if he was trying to say it under his breath. Naturally, being the person that I am, as he was staring at me while I passed by, I responded, be careful, don't break your neck. And he started laughing and was like, okay, all right, calling me out like you're the real one. We continued to walk inside me and my son to pick up our food order. And then when we came out, he stopped me and asked for my number to which I responded. I have a boyfriend and he's like, oh, okay. Respect, respect. He's a lucky guy. So I just, it's so irritating to me where it's like, I could like, I could full, like be fully forward and be like, oh, I have a boyfriend, whether I have one or not. And a man is like, okay, I respect that. But if you just go with them, hit them with a, no, I'm not interested. They're like egos like, "Mm, no, I'm not going to accept that. I'm going to keep trying. And then like when you fully are like you're trying to be nice, right? And then you full on be a fucking bitch and they get pissed at you as if like, you're the one that started this confrontation. It's so, it just, I cannot. So this is my fucking TSA. If a woman says she's not interested, listen to that. Otherwise she's going to be a fucking bitch and you're going to get even more pissed off when she bruises your ego. Speaking of being in relationships, this is the perfect segue to get into our episode. So for all of my ladies, all of my men that are in relationships, I think like 90% of you listeners are women, so I'm basically talking to you, but I think the men could probably get their dicks hard from this episode too. So if you're interested, you know, play it while you're driving or at the gym or I don't know if you want to jerk off afterwards, then maybe just listen to it at home. (laughs) Anyways, today I want to talk about how to spice up your relationship. I've narrowed it down to like three different topics and those we're going to talk about flirting, dating, and sex. I felt like it's been a little while since we've incorporated like some sex into these episodes. So I kind of wanted to bring that back a little bit. Um, I'm going to start with the basics when you're in a relationship, especially, especially if it's a long-term relationship, you never want to stop doing these things because then you're going to get bored. So it's like, how can you continue to spice up your relationships that no one is bored. It's still fun. It's still flirty and everyone's having a good time, right? Like the center of attention should be like you and your man. Like, what are we going to do to continue to make our relationship fun and spontaneous and you know, all of the things that are going to make, keep this live. Like it was when you were first getting to know the person we're going to get into sexting okay something that's like it's so minuscule but so underrated and I just want to break down a couple things when it comes to sexting if you're going to start sexting with your partner I know for me specifically (laughs) that there needs to be some like ground rules that this should be like a play by play text where you're like in the moment when you're sexting there should be no other conversations in that platform. So let's say you're strictly texting from your cell phone between you and your significant other or whatever, whoever it is that you're wanting to sex with. If you want to have a side conversation, it should not interrupt the sexed Okay. Because it's like, you can't go from talking about wanting his hard dick in your ass to sending an article of, you know, Netflix, charging people money, um, for streaming and using other people's accounts. Like it just doesn't (laughs) Me speaking from personal experience, it literally just does not work. It switches up the vibe. If you're going to have the sexting vibe through your phone, like through text message, you have to keep that on that platform. If you want to say anything else, you can still have separate conversations on another platform. Send it through Instagram DM. If you have fucking WhatsApp, send it through WhatsApp. Like there are other ways or Snapchat to have those side conversations without ruining the sext in the moment. So when we're sexting, the two most important things is being able to tell a story and be descriptive. You really want to use a lot of adjectives while you're sexting another person. Really think about like where you're at, what it feels like, and use descriptive words like, you know, slowly gliding my hands down your body, or having the sensation of feeling that hard cock inside of my pussy. These are the things that you want to focus on the most. If you feel weird about doing or saying these things, especially if you haven't like expanded this part of your relationship that's totally fine let's be fucking honest no half of the time, I shouldn't say none of the time, half of the time, we're not laying in bed with putting fucking lube on our clit and rubbing ourselves. okay? We're literally like making dinner, helping our kids with homework and folding laundry. Like no one expects you to like be doing what you're saying you're doing when you're sexting. That's just not realistic, but it's giving the vibe and the ambiance of like, I'm thinking about you. This is like, what I want to do to you. The best way to go about it is if you tell a story, especially if you feel like you don't know what to say. If you're in a relationship with someone, obviously you guys are having sex. So just think about one of the most memorable times that you guys had sex or the most the last recent time that you guys had sex and use that in the script to to your sext. You can replay that sex. Take each little individual, like, snippet from that experience and relay it through through text and make sure you're just really using those describing words. Like, I loved when you oiled me up and I felt your hands gliding down my body, slowly down my hips and rubbing my thighs until you reached my clit. Okay. Like sensual, sexy, descriptive, telling a story. Obviously when you're sexting, you literally have time to think about what you want to say. Don't, you can even like say something so ridiculous. Let me tell you, men, (laughs) they're so easy to impress. Okay, it really doesn't matter what you say as long as you're complimenting their hard dick, okay? Hard cock, very aggressive, the word cock I understand, but it's also really sexy. Tell them like how it made you feel, what you experienced, how you like to be teased, all of these things will literally make that sexed experience go so far. And honestly, like once you start, you literally may only be folding your clothes and you might get turned on. Whatever you're thinking in your head, literally just say it. Stop overthinking. Just write it down. Because I promise you, I'm sure their dick is hard and they're like waiting to drop their pants and jerk off. But all we're doing is cooking dinner. It's fine. <laughs> The next thing I want to get into is nudes. Nudes are great, especially like when you're sexting, you could literally start your sex with a nude or even to just flirt on like, you can like surprise your man with a nude in the morning or at night, random part of the day, you know, he's out with his boys. You want to make him think about you. You just send him a nude. So we're going to talk about nudes for a second. There are obviously multiple nudes that you can do, but I want to make it really simple to like get some easy, hot nudes that you can have on deck at any time. Ass shots. Whether you're, we're going to talk about titty shots too. Whether your man is an ass man or a titty man, you kind of have your go-to nudes. Some of my favorite are with panties, without panties, bent over. Okay, so you can like set up your phone on like your bathroom counter, or if you have a vanity, something like that, you can put on a thong, you can do like a crotchless thong, or you can just go literally nothing. Bend over in front of the camera, put it on a timer, and then you can just have that back shot. The best, you can grab both hands, pull up your cheeks, so you're getting kind of like the pussy shot too, or if you don't wanna go full pussy shot with the ass shot, Then you can take your hands and kind of touch yourself. So you're like covering your pussy. It's not really showing, but you're still getting that like really hot ass shot pick. Another one of my favorites is the bed ass shot. So if you're laying down on the bed, whichever is your best side, whether you're right-handed or left-handed. I'm right-handed. So you lay down on your bed on your side, on your left side. Your left leg is going to be touching the bed and then your right leg is gonna be over your left. So think about it as if you're almost laying, if you lay with your stomach down against the bed and your left leg is straight and your right leg is bent and then you're gonna turn sideways over your right, the right side of your body with your phone in your hand and you're gonna get an under ass shot. The under ass shot literally makes your butt look so good. If you wanna do a full body pick this way, you can literally get the ass and the tit while your body is curved, and it makes the butt look super round and nice. And then you get like the little tit pick too with the nipple in it. You can do this with face without face. It's literally great. It looks so good, it complements all of your curves. And you don't have to worry about making a cute face. If you don't want your face in it, you don't have to worry about sucking in your stomach. Like there's so many good angles from this little shot that you can do, which is why I wanted to talk about it. And I think it's like a really, really good one. Um, if you guys have questions, like maybe I can post like something similar on my Instagram, obviously not naked, but maybe with a bathing suit on or something. And, and then you can be able to see what I'm talking about. Okay. Topless pics. The easiest way to take topless photos is literally if you have a ring light, because then your phone, you have like this amazing lighting. You can, it's on like a tripod and you can put your phone on a timer. If you don't have a ring light, they're like 90 bucks on Amazon and it will really step up your nude game because you can put it at any background, any angle, and you have that prime lighting. So I definitely recommend to take a good nude as getting a ring light. It's so helpful. Um, These you can do a couple different ways. I personally don't like to take straight up topless photos. I feel like I like a little mystery with the photo, like kind of like a little tease. So wearing something that's on your top it's see-through you can see the nips through it whether it's like a wife beater or a piece of lingerie something like that and kind of leaving a little mystery to the photo where they can kind of dream up their own imagination because guys are yes they're very visual but also if you leave that little mystery factor it kind of makes the imagination run wild because then there's like so many other things that they think about it's not just like oh my god there's her tits um I really love getting a cute piece of lingerie on that is see-through over the tits and doing more of like detailed shots so not even necessarily having your face in the picture but it's like a picture of your body and they can see like see your tits through the lingerie while you're like holding both of them together or you're like touching your body Um, And it's more like up close detailed things. You could also do something where you set yourself up where you're like on your bed with a piece of lingerie on and you have like the lingerie over your shoulder to where your hands are kind of like pushing your boobs together. One hand is touching the face so you get that nice perky tit feeling, but then it's almost like the lingerie is coming off. I'm waiting for you come fuck me daddy. (laughs) It's so funny. I literally wish I have so many pictures like this. Obviously you can't post them on Instagram. Um, so if you feel like you have any questions, definitely just hit me up. I can help you out. If you want to get real freaky, then you can do the crotchless panties. I love crotchless panties because you can feel sexy and you can still get fucked. It's great. I mean, that's like you're having sex, right? But also if you're taking pictures, you don't have to do like full frontal leg spread pussy out. Like, oh, that doesn't look cute. What the hell? Like, no, you can still feel sexy and you have that lace on. You can even do a leg spread, like open leg shot. And my favorite is taking two of your fingers, usually like the middle and the ring finger, and sliding them down in between your labia while you take the picture. Because then it's not like full-blown lips clit out. You kind of have like that sexy like, oh, I'm pleasing myself but you're not showing like the whole vagina. I mean like most of it is there but you're not getting like the lips and like all of that like interfering with the hotness of the photo because let's be honest ladies we literally critique ourselves so fucking much when it comes to taking nudes and sexting and getting in our heads and like oh like Guys are so fucking simple. They're like, give me a little titty shake and I'll be happy. Like, oh, I can see that ass cheek. Love that shit. You know what I mean? They're so simple. They're not thinking about the way your body looks, what it looks like, especially if you're in a relationship with a guy. They're just like happy to be invited to the party. (laughs) So if you, if you want to be a little freaky, you want to do the frontal, you want to do fucking leg like spread, but you don't want to be like, oh, here's my vagina and my face. You're like, peace sign, what's up? <laughs> this is a better way where you can do, you can incorporate those things. You can still feel sexy, get the crotchless panties, and then like act like you're pleasing yourself. You don't even have to have your face in it. It can literally just be in between the legs, or you can do like a POV shot from your perspective. And then so it would just be like your hips, your legs, your hands in the crotchless panties and touching yourself. They're literally going to go fucking wild. Okay. Sliding into our next little topic onto how to keep your relationship fun and spice it up. When you guys are dating, we don't want it to get stale. One thing that I love to do for my man is surprise him with photos of myself. (laughs) Okay. We all know, like I love myself and I'm a little bit conceited whether I want to admit it or not. I feel like a hot bitch and I'm really going to use that to my advantage, you know? So, one thing that I like to do is step out of, outside of my comfort zone. If none of you have done a photo shoot for yourself in lingerie, you literally need to go do a boudoir photo shoot. I'm I am not. This is not a paid ad, but Courtney from Not Your Normal Boudoir, she is amazing. She's also highly fucking busy. And book's hella far out and is, you know, the whole experience is fucking worth it. If you can get a photo shoot of yourself where you're feeling sexy and confident and you're like in this zone and you get these pictures back, this is a great way to spice and keep your relationship like fun and up to date. Because it's a gift that literally keeps on giving. First of all, you feel like a fucking bad bitch and a queen. And you feel like a sexy, hot piece of ass. And then on top of it, you can use these things to surprise your man in so many different ways. The first photo shoot that I did for my boyfriend was for his birthday. And I literally printed out the photos and like made a photo album for him with all of these pictures. And then within the photo album, I... I created, um, I used different props in there with the photos that I also gave him as a gift to continue our sex life and make it more fun. So, like in these pictures, I had like, I used like a whip and a paddle and I had handcuffs and I had like a choker necklace that said (laughs) master's toy. And I used all this other lingerie incorporation with these props to take these pictures and the the way I gifted it to him was I printed out the photos I put them in an album and then within the album I wrote like sexy notes inside of it being you know like just being sexy referring back to those like sexting moments of like things that we have done that were memorable that were descriptive that tell a story and that's all within the photo album and then I left half of the photo album blank so that we can continue to put other photos in there for him and then it's literally his he can keep it. And when he wants to jerk off and use it, he can literally pull that out and, um, you know, use that to be like, Oh my God, like this is my woman. Like, Holy shit. You know? So that's one way. Um, another thing that I've done with photo shoots and taking pictures of myself, I also last Christmas gave him a calendar each month being a different theme and created this whole calendar and gave that to him for Christmas for the following year, which is something I've always wanted to do. And it was so much fun for me because I got to plan this whole thing out. And then also with every month, I got like 10 photos. So like I literally got... 120 photos because I got 10 photos of each month and that's like talk about a gift that just keeps on giving so each month I have 10 pictures that I could surprise him with in any way that I want so a couple months ago I printed out some of the photos and from the calendar shoot and I hid them around his house in only places that I know he would find them Um, he does have kids around, so I felt like I had to be very fucking careful of where these pictures were going to go, obviously, but that's why I said I like put them in places that I knew he would only find them. I like hid some in his sock drawer, in his shirts, there was like one in the book that he was reading or in his laptop, like things like that. So then like when we weren't together, he was still able to see these like hot and sexy pictures of me, like when he was working or when he was getting ready for the day or whatever. So it's like these little gifts that just keep on giving. Okay. The last but not least, the best thing to keep the relationship fun is sex. You need to be creative. You need to think outside of the box, try something new All those things that you're sitting there thinking in your head that you haven't done that you think you would be interested in, just fucking do it. Literally, we get so wrapped up in our own heads that we don't act on and it's fucking crazy. Like I said earlier, Men are so easy. They love to do most things. There is a great tool on the internet that you can use from a fellow podcaster. She's way bigger than I am and I hope to record with her one day and I'm just going to promote her shit because I love her so much. Sex with Emily. She literally has an online website of a yes, no, maybe list. You and your partner can literally print that out. And both of you, it's like a checklist, like the things with all of these sexual acts that you can do on it. And each, you print out two, one for you, one for your partner. And then you both separately Go through that list and you mark off the things that you are 100% interested in that you would maybe do, and things that are completely off that you're like no I could never do this in my life. Literally everything is on there. It's great. If you haven't do it, I highly recommend doing it because this is one amazing way that you could spice up your relationship. Once you go through that checklist, you come back, you have a conversation about it, and then you have all these other ideas where you're like, "Wow, we haven't done that. We haven't done this." Like, maybe I would be interested in this. How do you feel? So I would definitely guarantee or recommend doing that because it is game changer. A couple of things that I personally recommend to bring into the bedroom are toys. What kind of toys do you ask? Oh my God, there are so many. Some of my personal favorite favorites, first of all, lube. You cannot have sex without lube. If you are having sex and you're not using lube, you don't even know what life could be like, okay? There are two lubes, no, three, water-based, silicone, and hybrid. Um, if you don't know already, if you're incorporating other toys in the bedroom, majority of toys are silicone. You cannot use a silicone toy with silicone lube because it will actually break down the silicone on the toy. So, if you're using a toy in the bedroom. Um, you want to use a water-based lube. That's great because it's going to feel wet. It's going to s- feel slippery. The only thing with water-based, water-based lubes is that they dry up a little quicker. Um, some of them can leave a little residue, so you want to be careful with that also. My absolute favorite is just a silicone lube if we're not using toys. It's literally like slipping and sliding. Everything is just like gliding skin to skin literally just adding lube can spice up your time in the bedroom all 100% it's a completely different feeling especially if you're using toys or sometimes women, we, we just, we don't always get fucking wet. You know, no one wants to feel a dry dick going inside of their vagina. It's not fun. You're like, Oh, they're just like slowly pushing it in. Like this does not feel good. And then you're like, Oh, there I go. Getting wet. And then everything starts to work properly. Like that's no fun. Why not start off with splashing some fucking lube on that clit and rubbing it down. So everything feels good. It's a whole nother experience. If you're not using lube, you're not living. Okay. (laughs) so go pick some up um, something that's super underrated, I feel like especially for women is cock rings. I know like some guys don't like them. They have all these different versions of like around the shaft and the balls, whatever. But like the best thing about a cock ring, you want to get like a vibrating one, especially if you're going to be on top because the guy can put a cock ring on and then you can be on top and usually like the vibration will sit like right on your click. so you're getting that internal stimulation and the clitoral st- stimulation it's a whole nother level. Sometimes it's so intense. Like I can't even just squirt everywhere in like two seconds. And then we have to change the sheets. It's a nightmare. Anyways. Um, another great thing to do is literally use body oil. My, this is something that like, I have never even experienced before until dating my current boyfriend. And I feel like I could, there's no other way I could do this moving forward. Body oil, it it's just like lube, like instead of just the one area, why would you just want one area being oiled up? No, use body oil, make it warm, put it on men, put it on her body, rub her body, everything is gliding and feeling good and it's sexy and it's just like, I feel like a part of sex is experience. And this is something I've learned a lot in the last couple of years. It's like, it's not just about coming. It's like, if you're just having sex to come, you're really not living. I'm not even going to lie. The The sex that you're having should literally be an experience where it's like, yes, coming is like the the cherry on top, which is great. We all want the cherry on top. We want to all want to like the whipped cream to get to the cherry, right? So in order to lick the whipped cream, you have to eat the cake. And in order to eat the cake, you have to make it an experience to get there. Otherwise you're not going to get there. You're going to get there too quickly and it's going to be done And what? Like literally body oil is a whole nother aspect to a sexual experience. And if you have not used it, I definitely recommend you can use it on your partner. It's like, it's like, you want to use your senses when you're fucking, right? It's like touch, taste, smell. We're going to use sounds, hearing. What's the fifth one? (laughs) This is what happens when you drink a bottle of champagne before you record. You can't remember your own fucking senses. Um, I guess maybe it's sound. I don't know. Anyways, you're going to use your senses to incorporate in your sexual experience. And if you're not using all of them, you're not getting the, you're not rep like, recreating the full benefit of this experience so to go along with touch is how good do you want it to feel do you like dry skin on dry skin doesn't feel really good but lubricated skin feels fucking amazing another thing that you could do with your partner is, you know, I think a lot of women, not all of them, but a lot of women like to be a little submissive, um, for whatever reason that is. But if you want to switch it up, but you feel a little timid to be like that dominant character in the bedroom, this is the best way. Okay? You're going to dress up. You're going to feel yourself hair, makeup done, sexy lingerie, fucking heels if you want to. You can come out of the bathroom surprising your man in this full fucking get up to being like, whoa, what the fuck is happening? And you walk in that room with full fucking confidence being like, why well, I, I want to fuck you tonight. And he's going to be like, whoa, <laughs> what? <clears throat> And then you're gonna go grab a blindfold or a rope tie or one of his ties put it around his head and tie it make it tight make sure he's sitting on the bed push him down grab your body oil rub it on his body you're just gonna like start massaging him on his arms, grabbing his biceps, grabbing down the torso of his body. You're going to slowly work your way all the way down his body and kissing it, whispering in his ear. The great part about this is even if you're feeling timid or nervous, or this is completely out of your comfort zone, there's no eye contact because he's blindfolded I think this is the best way to go about something because then you have total control without feeling like this pressure that someone is watching you right so as you're rubbing him down kissing on his neck whispering in his ear you can literally say something like I want you to teach me how to suck your dick It can be something like that i want you to show me tell me how you like it and slowly go down his body in between his legs in between his thighs literally his dick's gonna be hard rock hard like (laughs) ready to go okay And then whether, depending on what you say, what you're dirty talking, you can just start sucking his dick. No one's going to see you. It's fine. I mean, he may at this point like remove the blindfold and I think that's fine too. You're going to go to town or you can tell him to remove it and start giving him a blow job and that could be like the new, you know, just like one more experience that maybe you haven't done before. That's going to spice up the sex life between both of you in the bedroom which is super hot. And that can be, you know, you taking control of the situation. This also goes along with role-playing. I know personally for me, I feel like role-playing is so fun, but it's so hard to like stay in the moment of like trying to play this role And you end up just like laughing or being like, oh my god, this is ridiculous. But there's always those, you know, like the super basic ones like the schoolgirl or the maid or the nurse, which is great. And you can dress up and kind of play those skits out depending on the outfit that you're wearing Something that I have personally always wanted to try, which I haven't done yet, but I have like heard so many things about it. If you're super into role-playing and you want to spice some things up or you've never done it and you just want to take on this full other character, sometimes it's easier to get into a complete character, right? Where you're like separating yourself out of the bedroom, out of the home and putting yourself in a role where it's like, I'm going to be serious because I'm not going to be who I am in the in my everyday life. A great way to do this is doing like stranger role play where you're like, okay, babe, like I made plans for us tonight to meet at this bar at this time. Like I'll meet you there. And a part of that, you can literally dress up like someone you've never dressed up before. Buy a fucking wig if you want to change your name. If you want to show up at this bar 15 minutes early from when you said you were going to meet there and wait at the bar in your different outfit, your different wig, someone that's completely not yourself. And you wait for your man. You can even be sitting to a point where like you're facing the entrance and like he can see your face, but you look like a different person because you're not someone that's the same person that he's looking forward to. He may be like, wait, what? We're not going to drive there? Like, no, I want to do something a little different. I want you to meet me at the bar. I'll be there at 8 PM. You show up at 7 45 in your whole getup, different wig, fucking different outfit, someone completely different than yourself. And then when, when he shows up, you're in full fucking character. Like, Oh, Hey, nice to meet you. Like, you know, my name is this, this and that. My name is Tisha. Yeah. I was waiting for my date here, but I don't know. He hasn't shown up yet. So, did you come here alone and just play this role play of like, you don't even know who this person is? I think that would seriously be so fucking hot. And you can just like play out this whole scene of you guys being strangers and re meeting for the first time and it, in maybe a complete different way than you actually met that's something i've always wanted to do i've never done it but i feel like it would be a really good tip to continue to spice up the relationship okay on another note there was one time i had this dream um and maybe i should explain a little bit i really love being dominated in the bedroom it's not something that happens all the time because i know like my significant other there's like a different dynamic that we have between each other and it's really like a team sport like on a day to day um, where like everybody takes turns 50-50, but something that I love is like being like having total control taken away from me. So I had this dream once where I was sleeping and this guy broke into my house and I woke up and I was like, oh, like, what the fuck? Like, who are you? What are you doing here? And he is like, get down on the bed. And I just literally in my dream, I was like, okay. But in my dream, I wasn't like afraid. It was just like, fuck, yes, daddy. (laughs) So I sat down on the bed. He had like a ski mask on and he was like, you need to like sit on that bed and stay still. And then he like went over into like my lingerie drawer and pulled out a piece of lingerie and he's like, put this on. And I was like, okay. And I sat there and I put on the lingerie. And then he like came over me and he was like, told me exactly what he wanted to do to me. And he's like, is that okay with you? And I was like, yes, (laughs) absolutely. (laughs) I literally woke up and had to fucking go in my nightstand and grab my vibrator because this was so hot. So I feel like another, like one of my fantasies is obviously like someone breaking into my house. Like that seems crazy, but I'm not even going to lie. Like I was thinking about this dream and like seriously turned me on so much and I'm like wow never would I have thought that someone breaking into my house and fucking me would be a turn on <laughs> I guess that has to say a lot about who I am as a person um so I think that could also be a role a good role play like if you are a super submissive woman in the bedroom and I mean I don't recommend like telling your boyfriend to put a ski mask on and like breaking a window like we don't want to like pay for extra expenses. <laughs> But I'm just trying to give you some real ideas. <laughs> oh my god. Some of the shit that I say, I don't even whatever. This is like a completely unedited video. So you're really getting like the full aspect of who I am as a person. Um <laughs> Okay, to wrap up this episode, the last thing I want to talk about is this euphoric sexual experience. Allegedly, if you take drugs and have sex, it can be one of the most sensual, euphoric, time-consuming, relationship-bonding experiences that you could ever have. Um, Whether that be shrooms, ecstasy, or cocaine, allegedly these are great things that you could use to have sex with your partner. I remember when I was in high school, this is like the time where like ecstasy was a huge thing doing pressed pills and we were like little degenerates. And I remember people being like, oh, if you fuck on ecstasy, you'd never want to have sex again like sober. And I just thought that was kind of crazy. Um, and then there was like this whole thing where people, people were like, no, this is serious. Like it's supposed to be like the best, most euphoric feeling of your life. Well, I never got to do that as a, as a kid. I mean, when do you have good sex? Like as a high schooler, it just never happens. So moving into my older, years older. I'm not even that old. Moving into the years of my 20s, my sexual experience have changed. They've changed a lot. And allegedly, (laughs) using some of these substances can change the way that you connect with your partner. Um, And apparently, you have this whole euphoric experience, which I can't say for myself that I've done, but (laughs) taking substances and having a connection with someone always enhances the bond between the two of you. Um, Some of these things are natural, right? So like smoking weed and fucking, like people always say that like it's a really good experience for me I get so in my head when I smoke weed and I like have sex I just like I'm sitting there being like oh you should say this oh no you shouldn't say that that sounds fucking dumb like oh maybe you should say that no probably shouldn't do that because that's also dumb like you're just gonna sound dumb so like I don't like to smoke weed and have sex um But some of these other substances could bring on this euphoric feeling of enjoying the moment. Also, I believe, like to feel some of this, like euphoria of enjoying the sexual experience is all about setting the mood. So, like, we always see in movies where it's like, oh, you meet someone from a bar and then you guys hit it off and you have this whole hot passionate scene of like busting through the door, slamming against the wall, making out, like ripping each other's clothes off. But we all know as adults that that shit is not common. And although you can have these crazy moments of passion and hot sex, you really, I feel like to enjoy yourself the most, you have to like set the mood. And one of, like, my favorite ways to set the mood is lighting and music and body oil. Again, if you have some dim lighting, because, okay, it's so hard to have sex with someone with all the fucking lights on. Like, I think we can all agree. We like to see it. We like to see it enough to where, like, there's only so much... You don't want to see like this have this fucking harsh ass light and it's like daylight in your room, right? But then you don't also always want it to be pitch black where it's like you can't see nothing and you can't remember who the person is that you're fucking. So having some like low key ambiance lighting is great. Um, there are actually these like fake flickering candles that you can get off of Amazon that change all these different colors and come with a remote. Those are amazing. Some LED lighting around the bed. Also great um music something low-key depending on the mood like if you want like a euphoric mood you can do like some house music something like with a beat whether it's bass or if you're like feeling like a little more hot like maybe do some like r&b some slow jams and that really like it's great because then you don't have to feel like you need to be talking or like dirty talking. You just have like this background music of like something is going on, but we're still here together in the moment. And if, I don't know, I think personally for me, like if you're just having 20 minute sex, you're not living. Like if you're just having sex to come, I don't, I don't think you're doing it right. (laughs) Your sex should be like an experience. It should be like, euphoric and sensual like bodies together like you should incorporate your different senses into the moment like touching and rubbing and feeling each other together like using that body oil to feel like sliding between each other or using other things like there are these great candles you can get off of amazon that are like wax candles that turn into body oil so you can have the sexy scent of the candle you can blow it out and then you can use that as body oil on your partner so like incorporating these senses into the experience to have it more than just like oh I came here to come like I'm gonna come and go I'm gonna fucking leave you know it's like you want to like spice up your relationship in a way where it's like it's something more than just sex. Like you're enjoying each other to be there, to enjoy each other, to like really bond like as like two souls together. And allegedly doing shrooms and popping Molly will help enhance that experience. So... I hope you busted out your notepad and your fucking pencil for this one or maybe just save it. If you enjoyed this episode, please, please, please um, take a screenshot, post it on Instagram, tag me, tag your friends, show a new friend, leave me a review. Only if it's five stars though. If you didn't like it, keep it to yourself. um if you know someone that's interested in listening to podcasts please push it along i always appreciate the feedback you guys give me so please don't stop doing that dm me you can find me on instagram at Tatum Zoe with three e's no y t-a-t-u-m-z-o-e-e-e same as tiktok snapchat and, um, I'm not currently on Facebook anymore cause that's for old people. Okay. Love you bitches. I have so many fun things coming the next couple of weeks. I have more guests on. If you would like to be a guest on the podcast, you can click the link in my bio and, um, put in any questions you want to ask, or if you want to be on, you can slip that in there too. And I will talk to you guys later. Okay. Love you. Bye. Are you still talking? Girl, stop talking. talking.